day two of the podcast from uh, Bob Stewart at the School of Journalism, and I have on the phone with me Terry Smith and Connor Morris from the Athens News. Both uh, are J-School alumni and um, are covering the Athens part of this story, and I wanted to talk to them today about how the coronavirus is affecting their work. So, Terry, welcome to the podcast, and maybe we could start with you. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I guess I'll just just open it up with uh, the general stuff. Um, just like everybody else, the the effect is profound, uh, both at home and at work. And uh, since we we work at home sometimes, it, it sort of gets mixed in there uh, on occasion. Uh, this sort of snuck up on us. I think uh, maybe two weeks ago. It seems like an eternity. Uh, I heard that a, a journalism professor was critical of the local media for not uh, covering uh, this the international crisis uh, sufficiently. Um, and in our defense, I mean, this time of year we're always super busy just covering what's going on here. And at that point, it didn't seem like it was going on here. And then it was like a, a switch was was turned on, and it was all over the place here. So just about every story we were doing. Um, involved the coronavirus in some respect um, yeah we're mainly a local paper so uh, you know when everybody's getting their news from uh, wider media uh, we do what we do best cover the local uh, and it became local really quick uh, I realized that when I was preparing our what's happening calendar for uh, last Thursday's issue uh, and I usually do that start preparing it the previous week and I uh, looked online at our listings and realized that everything was canceled. Uh, it was like, uh, so I, I exported the listings that were still there onto the temp page template. And I think there was three listings, uh, one for the, uh, oh gosh, I think a, the, the daily protest up at the courthouse, uh, and maybe two other things. So we went ahead and printed the calendar looking like that. And I think that really drove home the fact that everything had changed. So, Connor, I'd like to ask you just in terms of how you're out there on the streets normally covering stories. Uh, obviously, you use a lot of phone calls anyway in your practice, but my guess is that just about everything you're doing now has to be phone call based. Is that is that the case? So I'm still uh, going out and taking photos about as much as I can. Uh, it's a skill that I've picked up over the years, kind of just having to do a little bit of everything. Um uh, a lot of what I do is phone calls. Um, some folks are working from home. Some aren't. Um, I've, I've done, like, I'm trying to think of if I've done any in-person interviews since. I have done maybe, like, one or two when I'm out on a photo assignment. Um, and I will just kind of stay, you know, as about as far, I can, as far away as I can while I'm, like, recording with my phone, basically kind of holding it out, you know. Um, but, yeah, most of it's been phone-based. Um I tried something new last week on Friday uh, with a Facebook Live on our Facebook page directly. That was something kind of totally new to me. Um, you know, I'm a print journalist uh, first and uh, been really heavily just involved in like investigative reporting, you know, but also like photography. But this is kind of the most multimedia kind of level of stuff I've ever really ever done. I mean, I've done some video coverage of protests and stuff, but so that was kind of new to me. And, and plus, it was my face too in front of it too. So little bit nerve-wracking <laughs> kind of <laughs> um considering you know i'm not a broadcast journalist or anything like that but um yeah so i guess there's just some opportunities to do some new things with this 
uh, while still doing all the things we used to do just as well as we, we have been, you know. Uh, Terry, back to you. I uh, am curious how this is affecting uh, advertising and and the business side of things. Obviously, this is putting a lot of pressure on local the local economy, which translates into advertising and so forth. Um, is how much of this is a business story for the Athens News? That's still a developing story. Um, historically, we've we try to have as little to do with that as possible just concentrate on the news um even though i my title is editor and publisher it's it's 90 percent editor so i but but we are you know we're within about 30 feet of some of the advertising sales people so i mean and I, I find out when i get my budget for how big the paper is what's going to be in it and so far uh, we're we're going strong but a lot of that has to do with uh, best of athens ads that were pre-sold so what happens after that is we still don't know that's like you say it's a developing story i think there's definitely going to be a hit just just how much it's going to be and i think that's pretty widespread in the industry uh, i mean if this the economy is totally affected by this uh, and Every day we find out more, so uh, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's for sure. Have you seen a, a spike in traffic? Just my, my sense is that people are, are really hungry for for news. Yeah, I I haven't seen the, the Google uh, stats, but um, from our website, uh, although I could just walk fifteen feet over and, and ask Cheryl about that, uh, we look mainly at the engagements in our Facebook page. And, uh, which everything we post that's related to this instantly just blows up. Um, and we've been posting a lot. I think uh, uh, we've maybe posted a dozen stories in between our print, uh, our Thursday print edition last week and this week, and the same thing the previous week. Um, so when we when it comes time to print, we, we have a stockpile of stories that we've been running, uh, and a lot of them need to be updated, of course, because this is such a quickly moving story. Uh, it's just a challenge posting all the, the stuff as it happens and still having to, to have a, a weekly paper that's relevant and, and and this still seems fresh. Is the plan to, to go forward with the, the print publication as usual? Yeah, yeah, that's where all the revenue is still. Uh, you know, I'm saying that now and hopefully that will still be the case. Connor... I know that one of the things that you've really developed a reputation for is covering the university and, you know, all of the things that happen at the university um, complex and, and so forth and so on. And, you know, from a professor standpoint, I can tell you, you know, that this university is really having to reinvent itself um, in this in this era. And I'm wondering how that affects your ability to cover the university. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, really hasn't changed too much, just uh, at least currently anyway. Um, it, the main impact that I've been covering is kind of just the lack of students on campus and that impact on local businesses. Um, and then, um, you know, people almost being, you know, afraid or not able to leave their homes, you know, that has another impact on the local economy and just 
kind of walking around campus and seeing, you know, it being empty is, is kind of stark. Um, but uh, a lot of the, um, it's kind of interesting because I, I made a note of this on my Twitter recently, you know, the university is still going through, you know, a serious budget, you know, crisis or conversation, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, through this all. And, you know, that news is still there. Uh, you've got the uh, American Association of University Professors, the OU chapter, uh, they've still been putting out, um, you know, press releases and uh, statements, uh, you know, asking the president to continue to or asking the president to not, um, you know, cut uh, instructional faculty jobs. So that's been really interesting to see uh, that conversation still going on kind of in the background as the coronavirus crisis is, is happening, too, at the same time. And that's also kind of a, you know, a double whammy for the university because it's already seen declining enrollment, you know. Uh, plus this this whole new challenge, which is, again, as you mentioned, it's a great point, um, completely kind of reworking the, the university format. Um, another thing, too, is um, some of the, some students, you know, I've heard some chatter, some worries about um, employment. Uh, so, you know, stu- student jobs and the university said they're going to be working to do um, online and remote work for a lot of the students who wouldn't be able to work normally when uh, you know when they're not on campus. So that was interesting to see as well. Another interesting kind of angle for this uh, overall. Terry, back to you. How are you kind of looking at the Athens specific part of the virus story? I mean, who are you paying close attention to? Are you in touch on a regular basis with the the Athens County Health? Uh, folks, um, you know, how are you covering the story as as an Athens story? There's a number of different levels to it. Uh, there's the business, the, the healthcare, uh, every day, what people are dealing with every day, uh, shopping, all that stuff. Our paper last Thursday, we had uh, like I'll just go through and talk about what's in it. Uh, we we had a general cover about it that that kind of led into a, a hodgepodge of stories. Uh, how it affected the uh, restaurants and bars, uh, the uh, student fests, whether OU had decided yet on a summer session, um, a column that I did, uh, local schools, uh, the election day effect. These were all the breaking stories last week. Uh, uh, local employees being laid off, um, how the community is springing forth to help struggling citizens, uh, Oblenis, uh questions about testing, uh, we had a, a submitted story about uh, uh, area band doing uh, streaming uh, to try to, to fill the vacuum left by the, the hole in the live music. I did a story about what's happening in surplus university food without students coming in. Uh, Connor did one about uh, local businesses facing hard decisions, a list of OU facility closings. And then in the middle of that, a update on the Route 50 West sewer project. So we're still trying to... Uh, <laughs> cover the other stuff uh, and then I, I printed the half page of that what's happening calendar with just three events just kind of as a more of a graphic illustration than anything else um, but then after the paper came out we continued to do stories uh, I had done one actually the Sunday before that it was would have been the Sunday when students had re- returned from spring break if, if this was a normal year so I walked around uptown and on campus and just took pictures of the empty streets and the empty west green and a few parents helping their kids load their cars at the dorms and uh, empty parking lots signs on doors and 
that one ended up getting like 30,000 interactions when I posted it on Facebook and it's still getting a lot. So just, just stuff like that. Uh, yesterday, my wife and I were taking a walk on the bike path, uh, over by the convo. And when we walked past Oblanus, I saw these yellow, uh, yellow things on the ground and a group of people. So I walked over and they were the triage tents, uh, getting prepared to set up, uh, not for testing, but for just figuring out who needs to go into the hospital and who should stay outside. Uh, so I interviewed the uh, nursing officer there and just a story I didn't even know was going to happen. And we just happened to be in the right place. So a lot of this is just driving around and seeing things happen and finding out why and what's going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing what good old shoe leather journalism can turn up when you uh, get outside and walk around just for just for exercise. Yeah, and having a camera phone. I mean, like 15 years ago, if I'd been walking around, I would have been dead out of luck because I would have had a camera with me. Uh, so I'm going to ask um, Connor one last question, and then uh, and then I'll let you guys get back to work. Um, Connor, as you are thinking about this. Um, you know, as a journalist, but also as a, an Athens resident, uh, what are some of the, your concerns for uh, your readers? You know, the the questions that you're trying to answer through your reporting. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, so, my biggest concerns are the, the unfortunate economic impact of this all. Um, I am trying to get a hold of like numbers for how many unemployment requests have been submitted for Athens County alone. Uh, might take a little bit for the state to get back to me because that system has been completely overloaded. Um, but that's my biggest concern is the economic impact. There's going to be a lot of people out of work. And the question then is what jobs are available for them? Uh, how do they stay afloat on that unemployment you know, check? Because uh, it's not very much you know, for a lot of folks. Um, and then tangential questions related to that are, you know, what's the impact on the area of food pantries? Um, this is already a really impoverished region. This is even worse for the region, you know. I mean, a lot of the, uh, the the largest kind of number of jobs in the area outside of you know government, healthcare, university is service industry, and that's a, a hugely impacted. Um, there was one uptown uh, bar restaurant that closed last week. I had sixty employees alone just for one of those. Uh, Jackie O's Pub and Brewery. Uh, they had to lay off about half their staff, and that was about 50 or 60 people. So that's going to be a continuing huge concern for me. And, and you know, even some of these people are my, my friends, too, as well. You know, I'm, I'm younger, 27, and a lot of these folks are younger, too. So, But also, too, um, you know, I am concerned and watching out for kind of the, um, the older citizens and folks who are with, with disabilities, folks who are m- more kind of at risk. Uh, during the coronavirus, so uh, during the coronavirus crisis, that is, so um, you know we're going to continue to watch out for those folks and be keep going to keep covering the impact on the local healthcare system because that's also a huge story too. Are you also taking a look at the impact this is having on international students who are sort of stuck here? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, we had something in our story about how to help folks out. Um, there's a fundraiser going on for international students who uh, wouldn't have work um, due to the university being closed because that's their, as you know, I mean, that's their one of the few ways that they can really make an income here legally is, uh, you know, working for, for on campus. So um, there's a big impact on them for sure, too. And then we just run a story literally a week before that about um, 
um, increasing costs of uh, healthcare uh, for the graduate students. Uh, that's another big concern, and that's kind of a double whammy on top of the coronavirus issues too. Um, I'm not entirely sure yet. That's something I should check on um, if the universities pledge to keep students employed, if that applies to graduate students too. That's a good question. So I'll check in on that as well. Well, thanks to Terry and Connor for taking some time to uh, talk about how uh, the Athens News is covering and, and coping really and adapting to, to the current crisis. Thanks to both of you very much. Talk to you of guys course. later. Appreciate it. Nice talking to you.